Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome back. Trent and I have another hour to go. We're glad you're here with us on 1700 The Champ. Coming up, we will talk with Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. We'll do Iowa-Maryland here in about oh, 10 minutes or so with Mark. And then right at the bottom of the hour, former Iowa State quarterback Austin Arnaud will join us. We will pick his brain as to what he is seeing uh, in the true freshman Brock Purdy, who I have a defeat, I have to believe, will start when Iowa State plays next on Saturday Next Saturday against uh, Texas Tech. Trent, uh, the um, as you just maybe heard in the update, the G League, this is a really good idea by them, by the way, mm-hmm. I think. If you don't want to go to college, you don't want to go to Europe, uh, but you're not eligible, at least at this point, because one and done is still outlawed in the NBA. If you don't want to go to school for a year, the G League is now going to, starting next year, offer select athletes an opportunity to earn $125,000 for a one-year deal. $125,000. Does your dad get a job with this? No. There's no housing. No housing. No. No car that we've seen. So I don't think Zion... You're going to school. You're going to school. Williamson is going to be taking this. Yeah, you can't take this financial hit. $125,000, not enough. No housing, no car... Family's not getting a gig. Straight cash on tax. Yeah, that's true. Because you're going to have to pay taxes on this. Yes. It's a ripoff. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> stupid. Nobody ever go for and this. And their ideas, in the right, their head's in the right place, but... It's not going to work. <laughs> have you been following the FBI I case? Have, Trent. It, I have, Trent. This I is have. so ugly. It is, but you know what? I don't want to know. I yeah. told you last week I'm a selfish fan. Did you uh, see the retweet, the Zion Richardson one I had from the other night? Somebody said. I probably so did. We're, we're supposed to believe that Zion Williamson went to Duke just to go to Duke. Just to go to Duke. Yeah. Well, Cal- I mean, Calipari, Krzyzewski has, this, this is all news to him. Roy Williams, too. Oh, yeah. He yeah. no idea. No. That, I mean, it's only the way that the game right. is played in college basketball. Right. But two of the most prominent names in college basketball have no idea about it. Well, and the other one, too, just to our south, and the, the, I mean, the big fish in the Big 12 Bill Self, they got text messages for him. Now, apparently, Bill Self did not have access to Urban Meyer's text deleter <laughs> uh, because he should have taken full advantage of that. He would have walked scot-free. I mean, my biggest takeaway. Well, maybe it was Bill Self's wife that was texting. Well, that, that very well could be the case. Because you be, know these wives, Trent. She'll be thrown, thrown under the bus next. Absolutely. They know how to do that. And they and they keep stuff from their from their husbands. Well, they don't, don't want to tell them anything that's going on. Day to day operations. Their wives might be a little different than ours, apparently. Apparently so. I, I guess so. I get that this is a good idea. This is, and we're being facetious, obviously. Yes. Um, but you know, your point's well taken. I didn't even think about the tax implications. And when you're getting a, you know, a bag full of cash or whatever, however you're getting paid, you know, most of those times I got to think you're at not a shell reporting station that, in Louisville. Right. You're not reporting that to Uncle Sam. Um, this you have to do. But the details of this case are absolutely incredible. What other thing I've learned as I've been following it? Mm-hmm. Kansas kind of sucks at cheating. Yeah, I mean DeAndre Ayton, they weren't able to get him. No, the thing of the guys sucks at driving. Yes, the, the guys that they've got, D'Souza, come on. Mm-hmm. Well, those are the names we know. Yeah, those How about the, the kids that preceded them well, there that we don't know? And the biggest one's Joshua Jackson. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. How a kid from Michigan that had all these Nike ties suddenly. They become Adidas, Adidas ties when he goes to 
California to finish up his high school career. And, and look, if it, and it, he ends up in the wheat fields of Kansas. Ah, uh, it's a wonderful story. Think about this too. I mean, look, look at those. Look at those. Uh, those three kids that got the old Miss. Yeah. Old Miss was a laughing stock. All of a sudden, they're flipping. Hey, did you see? By the way, uh, you know who was involved in this? DePaul was named DePaul, in this. DePaul, talk about sucking a cheating. DePaul, <laughs> they'll pay you. They'll pay. I mean, the the thing that's close to home with the Creighton thing. Yeah, I mean McDermott thirty. I don't want to know who's dirty. I think that Trent. I think we moving up to the Big East. I know. Maybe you have to. That's the price of moving to the Big East. I think so. We will uh, get to Mark Morehouse here. Are you on? Um, now you said yesterday you you're not even worried at all about this game, are you, with Maryland? I really don't. I I don't. I don't envision a scenario where Iowa loses this football game because Maryland's strength offensively is running the football. Yes, Iowa's got a defense to stop the run. Maybe you, they'll make some plays. But you're you're not going. I don't think he's going to make any plays with his arm. They don't throw the football. Trend. They don't. Kazim Hill's not going to scare you with his arm. Absolutely not. And especially noodle arm in 35-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah, I heard that that's supposed to be the forecast, right? Yes. Mm. Breezy in Kinnick Stadium. We will uh, have Mark Morehouse. In fact, he's going to join us next when Trent and I continue here. Uh, Austin Arnott, bottom of the hour. Jimmy B and TC from 1 until 2. The drive with Trent and Wolfgang gets you home later on this afternoon from 4 until 6. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 The Champ. Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. I used to post to job boards. Only to sort through tons of resumes. Just to find a few candidates for... My sales team. My hair salons. That old process was... Not, not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology scans resumes for me to find the right people. And actively invites them to apply. So I get qualified candidates fast. 
smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Based on trust pilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. Combat Hunger is Iowa's largest food and fun drive, supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Your business, school, or organization can help fight hunger by holding a food and fun drive now through November the 16th. Learn more and sign up at foodbankiowa.org slash combathunger. Join the fight today. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I take you until 1 o'clock here. Coming up bottom of the hour, uh, former Iowa State quarterback Austin Arnaud will join us. We'll pick his brain on what he's seen out of the uh, freshman Brock Purdy, amongst other things. Austin coming up bottom of the hour. Right now, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Uh, Gazette.com backslash sports. He covers Hawkeyes, and he joins us to look back and to preview. How are you, Mark Morehouse? Hey, Ken, how you guys doing? Doing well. Appreciate you coming on. Boy, speaking of coming on, uh, the Iowa offense is really coming on, Mark Morehouse. What's behind this uptick in scoring uh, that we're seeing out of this program? 
I hmm, I think it's simply the passing game executing at a really high level. Uh, I think teams are having a more. I think defenses are having a more difficult time scouting the Hawkeyes at this point because they've been really, really balanced. I, people haven't really thrown a lot of uh, uh, love toward that thought, but Iowa is not tearing up the world and rushing, but it's doing it's doing enough, and that's that's a weird sort of line I think for a lot of Iowa fans to follow because usually. You know, when Iowa's offenses are right, it's everything kind of builds and extends off the running game. Right now, the passing game is making the big plays. Um, there are going to be some adjustments coming. I, I can't imagine a lot of defenses are just going to let uh, T.J. Hawkinson and Noah Fant um, off the line of scrimmage without a net uh, from mm-hmm. here on out. They're going to get chucked and ducked, and that's going to be there's going to be a lot of hands-on stuff. But I do think that Iowa's offense is now good enough, and I think the three wide receivers easily Smith, Marset, and Smith. Their threats. What are you going to do with them? Mm-hmm. Defense, and then I think that eventually will make the running game better. So teams are going to start playing off. I mean, Minnesota just decided, hey, we're going to play eight. Doesn't matter. Um, Indiana tried that. They, they tried blitzing. They didn't care because they, that was their best shot. Stanley ripped them apart. Um, I, I just think uh, Brian Ferentz in second year. I think a lot of these players in their second years as starters, it's kind of all coming together. With that, Mark, if you were a defensive coordinator, they called you up and uh, gave you. A nice check to come up with a game plan. What would be your game plan against this Iowa offense? Sure, and I was asked that on uh, the mailbag, and it was a really great question. Um, and I kind of gave my answer away there. I, I would yeah. I would put a net out in front of the tight end. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. If you watch the scores the last few weeks, they've been able to operate. They've been able to get out and stay on time. And then when they get to the top of their routes, no one no one has a hand on them. They're pulling away from guys. Um, some really bad techniques being used on those guys. I think teams have underestimated their speed, um, and they're very physical, and they know how to get off the line of scrimmage. Now, if, if I'm coordinator, I really make it hard for them. I put a physical, I put either my big safety, I put a linebacker on them, and it says keep them in front of them. Keep, them, keep this guy in front of you. Do whatever you have to do. Don't get pass interference. Keep your hands on them. Make sure you, you get them, your hands off of them when the ball's in the air, but I want you in front of them, period. Um, don't let them off the line of scrimmage if you can. So I think it's been too easy for Iowa's tight ends. Uh, defenses have just been too soft on them. I think that'll change. But like I said, I think uh, I was good enough in other places. And the running game has been good enough. I mean, I would say probably a B, maybe a B minus. I think there's room to grow there. I think the offensive line has laid out a pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the running backs need to kind of keep up. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say this is speaking of the offensive line, Mark. There was a lot of, you know, my biggest worry, Mark, not worry, my concern, my question going into the year is, you know, you're those linebackers you're replacing, and you know how big of a of a drop back is that going to be at that position? Other people would say, well, you know what, that's a concern, but the offensive line keeps me up at night. Uh, this offensive line, Mark, with the exception really of the right guard position, not that it's been bad. We've seen some you know, some rotation there, but Render's been terrific and Reynolds has been terrific. And once you got the guys back that missed the first week, this offensive line has been, I think, better than anybody perhaps thought it was going to be. Yeah, I I really thought that um, one thing with the running game, one thing I still think Brian Ferris wants to get to is a little more speed there, getting a little bit faster out of the blocks, then it's easier to run out of uh, the shotgun. And once, I think once this Iowa team, can run out of the shotgun with regularity and get four yards of carry, uh, uh, it's going to be really, really hard for teams to deal with. Um, they're still working on that. I thought last week was a great example. I think uh, 
Makai Sargent really showed uh, a good feel for the zone read. So I think once that falls, uh, I will be, you know, I, I think it'll be inching even further ahead. And I'm with you, Ken. The offensive line, Keegan Render, they moved in the center, and there was still some maybe uh, a Cole Banwer might play there. No, that, he, he locked in on center, and he made it his. Uh, you, you Hats off to him. I mean, he really learned the position down to the bone um, and plays it very well. He, I think it plays to his strengths more. He's not the quickest guy in the world, but he's very uh, – he gets his hands on you. There's going to be a fight, uh, and he holds up well. Under, you know, He gets the 320-pound guy a lot. He's doing a very good job. Um, Ross Reynolds has been terrific. Part-time starter last year has really made a stride. I think that part-time starter thing helps guys grow. This year, it feels like maybe Levi Paulson is that guy, but right now, it looks like last two games, Dalton Ferguson is. Uh, uh, last week, he went the whole way at that right guard position. Maybe they're maybe they're settling in there. But yeah, Ken, you're right. I think this offensive line has been quicker out of the blocks this year, um, and then pass protection. Part of it's the pass protection. Yeah, a lot of this offensive line. I think the tackles, Alaric Jackson and Tristan Wurst has held up really well. But also Stanley, he's willing to. Ken, you're going to love this. He was willing to take a hit to make a play. Mm. That's a hockey term. Yep. And um, he really uh, he gets rid of the ball. He's got a quick enough release. I don't think it's probably the quickest release in the world. Quick enough. It's hard to get to Stanley. Mark Morehouse joining us. Cedar and once you do, it's hard to get him on the ground. And we saw that a couple of times yeah, six, again five, on Saturday. Six, four, five. Right. <laughs> the big boy out there. Maryland is the opponent this weekend. Weather forecast sounds to be windy. One way or the other, uh, who does that impact more in your mind? And, and tell us about the Terrapins. They got a lot of motion all over the place. They love to run the football. Yeah, uh, they are a strong rushing team. I think the wind thing, obviously I think it probably affects Iowa, but uh, uh, they, Maryland has three running backs, uh, Ty Johnson, Tayon, Fleet Davis, and Anthony McFarland. They're terrific. Uh, Johnson is sort of their guy. Uh, two quarterbacks they use. Um Oh, I'm blanking on the first kid's name. Hill, uh, Hill, Hill is the kind of the, he's a du- little bit of a dual threat, not totally a dual threat. The other guy is uh, uh, Tyrell Pigrom. He is a complete dual threat guy. So they have that sort of arrow if they want to throw it. Uh, I think Hill's improved the last few games. Um, still, I think he's probably going to be under a lot of pressure to make plays. Uh, I think. Maryland will they run a lot of jet sweep, a lot of inside zone. I think Iowa's terrific at stopping the inside zone. Um, I think when Iowa fans watch this game, don't look at the defensive ends as alley players or um, guys who are setting an edge. They're blocking down. They're trying to take away that inside zone out of the, uh, the read option scheme. That's their job. The alley players, Nick Neiman coming back this week. And it's going to be interesting between Nick Neiman and Monty Hooker, who went the whole way last week at outside linebacker. And then you have Geno Stone, who came up with maybe the biggest play of the week last, last week against Indiana with the, the interception in the end zone. You know, they're going to have a decision to make there, but I think those are three really good alley players. I think last week Jake Gervas had a few weak moments, but I think for the most part he's been very strong against the run this year. Um, those guys are kind of under the gun this week because Maryland has probably maybe more speed than a lot of offenses Iowa's faced and really kind of knows what it's doing in the running game and has, you know, that is their identity. Speaking of decisions to make, the two freshman corners don't seem to be willingly giving up that spot. And, you know, um, I I like what I see, Mark. I'll be honest with you. I've always liked Brents. We saw him before we liked Moss. But these two freshman corners, uh, it's going to be fun to watch these guys as they mature into these spots in the years to come. I think they've got something there, Mark. I think, yeah, and I think they might have more. And uh, DJ Johnson, they, they like him still, and he might. 
see some time yet, although the, the four-game stuff is uh, is kind of running out of time. But I, I think you might see him yet this year. Um, but it does look like Riley Moss is for sure beating up Michael Ojemudia. Um, no one uses that term, but I, it really feels like that. Uh, I think Ojemudia might maybe be a better suited at safety next year because there are a ton of corners. I can't believe uh, Matt, Matt Hankins, I thought, played well last year. I think he had a great start to being of this year. He's a willing tackler, tough kid. But, man, uh, yeah, I don't know if you mess with Julius Brents at this point. I think he's, man, he, I, I, I have not noticed him on film. I've not noticed him in games. He is playing a very clean football right now. Um, Riley Moss gets picked on a little bit, but he's getting him better and better, and he's got a lot of fight in him. And then I think they add D.J. Johnson. Those might be the three corners of the future. But I think Matt Hankins is a really, really good corner, so I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know how that's going to work, Ken. That's a great question. Well, and you couple that with, well, maybe you can do some different things, moving guys around to safety. Ojemudia, a sure tackler, maybe he could be there. The problem is what we've seen out of Geno Stone the last couple of weeks. Hooker's still got <laughs> really? another year of eligibility, on and on and on. I, maybe we're being hyperbolic. Mark, this, to me, seems like the deepest looking to the future Iowa team I can remember in a long, long time. I... Kind of agree. Um, I think uh, getting to know Mark Hallenberger a little bit this year, just yep. seeing him play a little bit, kind of gives you confidence that they do have some young tackles in the system. And I think that's where I kind of look for young guys of uh, depth. Uh, they've really kind of grown in the offensive line. I'd like to see another center because they're losing a center next year. Kind of take some strides. And right now you don't mess with that because Render is playing well. But there is deep. There is depth. And uh, quarterbacks got a little depth. Uh, running backs. Still, to me, uh, I, I think they're running back short, and maybe that takes care of itself next year. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm with you, Trent. I think uh, I said uh, last at the end of last year. I think 2018, 2019. There's a championship window here for Iowa. Mm. There's uh, and whether people want to, you know, how much they, you know, you can point at me and say what a homer. But man, this team has a lot of talent. I don't know if everybody hangs around for 2019, but if they do, the schedule. Plays nicely again for Iowa, and uh, uh, I think it could be an indie trip if ever they get everybody back. I, I kind of predicted that. I just, just, I, I didn't think Nate Stanley might have this option yet, and I'm, he maybe he doesn't. I don't know. We'll see. That will play out. But man, a lot of good players, and uh, I think if they all stick around, 2019 will be great too. Good stuff, Mark Indy Morris. This year, yeah, the, the, the window's this open year, again. I'm year. with you. Hey, Mark, we're out of time. Uh, Thank you. We'll you talk bet. to you next week. Take care. Good to talk to you, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Need some help? Yep. But it's possible, Trent. I'm with you. Iowa wins at Penn State. Then it's happening for sure. I agree. I and agree. I think even with the loss there, it's still going to happen. I think the Badgers are going to lose either Northwestern or you Purdue. You think they've got two more losses coming? Penn State and one of those two. And Iowa loses to Penn State and yep. runs the table? They're 7-2. and two, Badgers 6-3. and three. We'll see you in Indianapolis. Hmm. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> I don't like. I don't I'm like in. this. I just don't like this Badger team. I'm with you, Austin and Anand. Coming up next, we'll talk to the former Cyclone signal caller when Trent and I continue on 1700 The Champ. ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. 
Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and, of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. Wow, someone went shopping. Yes, it's final take clearance at JCPenney. Is that why you're dancing? I mean, I got an extra 50% off clearance items already reduced up to 60% off. Yeah. I'd dance too if I saved like that. By the way, can you dance your way to the car? I got more bags. Only if you take me to JCPenney. It's final take clearance at JCPenney. Hurry in for an extra 50% off clearance item already reduced up to 60% off. In store only, JCPenney. Style and value for all. Offer valid 1014 to 113. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable Liable towing. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. 
On Friday, November the 2nd, the Autism Society of Iowa is holding its 30th annual Silent and Live auction to raise money for those affected by autism spectrum disorders in the state of Iowa. The event is held at the Sheraton Hotel on 1850th Street in West Des Moines. This annual event includes many wonderful items up for bid, including tickets to local events, autographed sport items, handmade quilts, and gift baskets. For more information, Google Autism Society of Iowa. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Welcome back as we continue on here. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 The Champ. Trent Condon's with me. We're here until 1. Jimmy B and TC came up from 1 till 2. And then the drive with Trent and Wolfgang from 4 until 6. Well, I've been looking forward to this all day, as I've said. If not my favorite all-time Cyclone football player, he's right there with Zach Lopedia, Zach Spears. He's the former QB of the Cyclones, Austin Arnott. How are you, Austin Arnott? Good to catch up with you. Hey, doing good. You guys are bear with me here. I'm walking past a road crew right now as I get to my car so I can speak with you. But I'm doing good, guys. Doing very well. Just, you know, excited about these Cyclones, man. It's unbelievable to watch. Continue to win big game after big game. Um, you know, Jack Trice is always rocking the new stadium. I mean, not the new stadium, but the renovated stadium. Yep. All things they've done look very, very good, and it's a shame I haven't been there in a couple of years now. Yeah, when are you when are you going to get home? Um, well, I'm going down to watch him in Austin. Oh, good. Yep. With Herm and the, and the Antipic Night, and then, you know, the Iowa State staff, obviously. But then, I mean, as far as getting back, I'll be back around Christmas, but... You know, no home games on no. Christmas. So. No, unless something gets canceled. We've seen that, been there, done that with that team. Uh, you know, are you still? Do you still stay in touch with Tom Herman at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Herman and I talk probably. Uh, I don't know, once a month uh, during the football season, and then kind of probably once every other in the off season. Just we get there to keep up with, and you know, it's fun to watch him grow, watch him, uh, watch him do his thing down there at Texas, and have some success for that program. But in the same sense, you know, I can I can hardly give him the credit because you know I you know why I went to school where I'm yep from, yep you know, Texas whatever that's what we say. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, speaking of Tom Herman, going back and you see the success that he's having at Texas and before that Houston and Ohio State as after he left Iowa State, guy has been highly successful. Take us back to that quarterback room and the offensive meetings that you went through and and the conversation and maybe what made Tom Herman different some with some other guys that you worked with. Yeah, yeah, and it, I was, you know, I don't know if it was fortunate or, um, you know, bad luck, but I had three different quarterback coaches when I was at Iowa State, mm-hmm. so had a lot of, a big sample size to draw from each of them, Tony Peterson, Todd Stitch, and uh, Tom Herman, but, um, it's, you know, as far as, as far as game playing goes and, you know, just having your, your quarterback room dialed in, Coach Herman was definitely the best in that aspect. Um, we we always knew what to expect and, and when to expect. They're pretty prepared, so that was the one thing that I could take away from that quarterback room: is, is always prepared, always prepared, and, and knowing uh, the right, you know, where to go with the ball, and making making quick decisions. Kind of like you know, it's a little bit different with with Purdy having a different coach, but Brock Purdy has 
has been able to do that early on as a freshman and definitely like last year. You know, take us back to early in your career and compared to what Purdy's doing, uh, Austin. I mean, this kid looks looks he just came in and he was ready to play and the stage doesn't appear too big for him. As a former Cyclone quarterback, when you watch the now Cyclone quarterback, what are you seeing and what are you seeing early in his development and kind of compare maybe to, you know, how big the stage must be for him knowing that, you know, what you went through on that stage. Yeah, well, first of all, this kid's a lot more talented than I was. That's apparent. So um, it, it's, an, it's amazing to see him do what he's doing. Um, I mean, it looks, definitely looks more comfortable than anything like that. You know, as a true freshman going in there, I never played as a true freshman. Right. I was a redshirt freshman when I played. But as a true freshman and, and to be playing, uh, you know, playing significant downs against a top-10 team and, and very competitive teams this early on is very impressive in itself. But you look at the way he handles himself, like you said, very calm, cool demeanor. I think that just comes with with him, you know, being in big games in the past. You know, obviously he's a big time recruit, and you know, once you have that confidence and once you make that first play, um, you know, like he's continued to do over over the or or not not make that play, but also making mistakes in the same sense and be able to come back. That's that's the number one thing that impressed me most with him. Those two early mistakes that he made, you know, that pick that that, that pick that was bad into a, a drop mm-hmm. linebacker there, and then and then going forward to other bad. There was another uh, a tough pass to the sideline that really didn't make sense, but. You know, he has those one, those two mistakes early on, and then from there, you know, he's he not lights out, but it's pretty close to lights out. But for an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid, I would say that's lights out. So it's been encouraging to see him perform the way that he has. And the one thing that, you know, I love seeing, because, you know, we toted it around a little bit with his own read, he runs the ball pretty dang well. So mm-hmm. that, that's another thing that he's kind of got in his arsenal. So it, it's really fun. Um, but, you know, and the bye week's coming at a great time for him, too. He can continue to get better and, and you know, get himself a leg up on the competition for next week against uh, Texas Tech. Austin, another thing that this offense has taken a step forward, getting Montgomery back last week, obviously a big help to things. But the offensive line seems to have taken a step forward from where they were, you know, throughout the month of September. Offensive line play, it's it's difficult, I think, for people that don't know the game real well, like yourself, to, to get into it. What have you seen out of this O-line? Yeah, I'd be remiss to say that I couldn't give my guy a shot out here. Colin Newell, Ames High mm-hmm. I used to coach him. Did uh, you really? Very well. Yeah, I used to coach him when I was there. Uh, before I left, it was one of my last years there. Uh, he was one of the teams that I, that I was a part of at the end there. Um, but, uh, you know, to speak to the offensive line, uh, you know, it was a rough start to begin the year. You know, you, you lose Tom Manning, who was the guy who, who coached us on a day-to-day basis, and now I think Coach Campbell's doing a lot of that on a day-to-day basis. So that can be a lot for a head coach to do. So, you know, you look at, all the responsibilities the head coach has, and now you know Campbell. I, you know, from what I see, calling the plays, uh, helping out, you know, coaching the offensive line. So that's that's a lot for his on his plate. So I think he just needed to have a level of comfort and and know what he's good at. Good at you know know what we're good at running first of all, and and it doesn't hurt having 32 back. I mean him healthy, mm-hmm. you know, arguably one of the best backs in the country. So I mean it, it's it's. It's kind of day and night from where we were uh, as I look back at a game like Iowa where, you know, we didn't have much of a push, much of a surge mm-hmm. at all up front. And, and uh, that's how it always is. Iowa's tough up front, as we know. Um, but the way they bounce back against West Virginia, who, uh, you know, in their own right, is not the best team defensively, but, you know, they've got, they've got pro guys up there. Yeah. So it was nice to see offensive line get a push and move. And then, you know, once you get 32 Montgomery in the open, open field, I mean, good luck tackling that guy. He, mm-hmm. He's amazing. You know, his, his one-step cut, you know, he's, he always leans toward the sideline and he'll cut back inside. I mean, 
you think defenders would know it's coming by now, but you still can't defend it, which is which is amazing. Mm, former Cyclone quarterback Austin Arnott is our guest. Austin, there's a belief on some teams that you can't lose your job to injury, and Kyle Kemp went down against Iowa and hasn't been able to get back on the field since then. Another number four, Zeb Nolan, you know, your old number four was out there for a <laughs> while. Brock Purdy's taken his place and gone on with it. But Kyle Kemp, once he's healthy, um, you know what it's like to play on a football team at the team concept, that offense. They see, and the defense does as well, see what this young freshman is doing. I think that this is one of those this is one of those instances where a player is going to lose his job due to injury, don't you? Totally agree. You know, and it's just like anything in football. You know, you saw you know, my most recent example would be the Buccaneers. Fitz, Fitz Magic was going on, and we all knew that Fitz Magic had to end at some point. Right. And Jameis Winston comes back and takes his spot back. But in this in this case, it's very unique because you know I look at Kyle Kemp as a coach type. I mean, I think uh-huh. he's going to maybe coach football going forward, if not, you know, do more things with the degree that he has. I mean, he's a very smart kid, very intelligent. So, um, you know, for him to wear the coaching hat this far, you know, right now is, is great for us. Zab is the one that's tricky because you know. Zeb didn't do anything to lose that job, but Zeb was kind of thrown in there, and he's played well. And you know, obviously, we know he can throw the ball pretty well. Um, but I think per, I think Brock brings that extra dimension of, of having that zone read capability and getting outside the pocket with his feet and making plays on the run that those guys just don't have. And and when you're winning games and you and you take down number six West Virginia and your second start as a as a quarterback, you know there isn't much arguing the other guys can do or the other position coaches can do because you know this is. You go with the hot hand, and that's I think what I think they should do going forward, and I think they will do just because this kid's you know like we saw this kid's pretty electric, and there'll be some teams that'll come in and have a plan for him, but in the same sense, you know they got to account for a healthy David Montgomery and Akeem Butler has been you know I mean that guy as much as it, it pains me to say Alan Lazard is was a magnificent cyclone, but I think Akeem has the potential to maybe be better than mm-hmm. Alan was, which is which is crazy to say because Alan was you know. With with the Todd Blythe of, of and Lane Danielson's in that comparison, who you know best to ever do it. So this offense right now is hitting on all cylinders, and, and it's really fun to watch. And I think I think Purdy is going to be continue to be the culprit of that action. Uh, let, let me pick your brain on Lazard since you brought him up. Uh, obviously, he got close, got a you know he got his opportunity, didn't work out in Jacksonville. You saw him dominate the Big Twelve level. I'm with you on Butler and his ceiling. I think it's higher as well. But what it shows me, Austin, it, it's just the leap from college football to the NFL. I mean, these guys are absolutely elite, and Lazard dominated uh, at, at Iowa State, yet couldn't stick around. He's got the size and everything, maybe not the speed, maybe he's out of position, maybe he should have been playing tight end, but just what it takes to go from being elite in college football doesn't necessarily mean you're going to play on Sundays. No, absolutely not. And that is, you see it every single year and every single week. You know, I'm still looking up and seeing guys that I played against who are still making plays out there, Prince Mokmar and Malcolm Sue. Uh, you know, guys like that who I see on a weekly basis. So it's tough to stay around and even tougher to make it. So Allen's a guy who we all thought was a slam dunk, you know, late round draft pick, you know, ends up going, you know, ends up getting picked up free agency, makes pipe squad for a bit. And, you know, so it's just, it's just tough. It's a very tough league. And, you know, they always say not for long. So right. I think Allen should get another shot. I mean, he, the guy, the one thing that Allen doesn't have that a lot of these guys have with his size and with his size is the speed. You know, we always, seen that you know but, but any jump ball Allen's going to win so it's just really tough uh you know you got to be able to run you know 4-4 clip to, to be a wide receiver in this league because you're not going to beat in those corners to take up the ball if you can't so it's a 
tough league, um, but I, I wish Allen the best in continuing his his pursuit because man, that kid was a lot of fun to watch at Iowa State. And, you know, even for me coaching against him when he was in high school and, and watching him grow up, it's just you know I want to see him get another opportunity because I think he deserves it and he and he's definitely working for it. Final thing for you, Austin. You're a Ames kid. Your dad played at Iowa State, and of course, your career. You've seen Iowa State football, and you've seen the difficult nature of that job. As you look at Matt Campbell and what they're doing from last season to this year and looking forward, did you ever truly believe that Iowa State could be a place where you could consistently win? Year in, year out, this could be a team not just good enough to win five, six, seven games, but even a step further than that. Or was that more hopeful than anything for you? No, I mean, I've, I've always had faith in that program because, you know, I saw it with Dan McCartney when we, when we were winning games, we had no business winning. And the same thing... Um, with Chizik's staff, you know, we only won five, but there was, you know, we probably out of those five games, we probably had the athletes and the, the, the personnel to win two of those. So they've just, what, what they have done an incredible job of is recruiting and, and making social media a tool, whereas staffs in the past, you know, it hasn't been there or they haven't been making it a priority. So that's the staff is fantastic recruiting football, recruiting the football players. And um, what also, you know, you look at the facilities and the improvements that, that, that have been made for campus. Now, yeah, sure. Ten years from now, ten years ago, when I was when I was there, and, and in the middle of my career at college, it seemed pretty meek. You know, it, this is a place that people, you know, kind of pit stop for coaches, with the exception of Coach McCartney, and we've seen Coach Rosen there now. Um, but I think Coach Campbell, you know, if we can keep him long enough, he stays long enough. Uh, you know, can turn this thing into a power because you look at what we've done. You know, look at his track record and the kids that he's getting and. You look at the guys who played on Saturday. Thirty percent were were you know freshmen or underclassmen, uh, I, I believe. So, you know, the, the sky is the limit for this team because playing at Jack Trice now has become a problem for a lot of Big Twelve teams. Mm-hmm. So, if they can if they can continue to figure it out on the road and continue to get these big road wins, I mean, this is a program that you know the sky is the limit. You know, anything from seven to ten wins a year could be expected with with the talent that we have with this program now and the coaching staff that continues to get better and better. And number one, this coaching staff is young as much yeah. as. As much as folks in the, in the game, when you know, want to see the savings of the world and, and and these folks, you know, you really look at it, and you know, young coaches have taken over college football. Young recruiting coordinators who want to come to the kids' house, they want to play video games with the kid. You know, Harbaugh's got his staff staying overnight with some of these kids. We're in, we're <laughs> yeah. um, I really think that this staff and 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 the direction this program is headed. Is uh, is in that direction? Mm. Double-digit wins. Two, two more, two more minutes with you. You know what else is a problem for Big Twelve teams? John Haycock's defense. When was the last time you saw defense as good as this one, Austin? At in that that played names. Haven't you know my my senior year of high school when it was Brent Curvey, Sean Moorhead, Nick mm-hmm. Mosier, um, you know DeAndre Jackson, Steve Paris, guys like that. That was a really good defense. But this the last couple of years with John Haycock has been unbelievable. I mean. For a guy, to, and I, I tweeted about this, but the one thing that you know, Big Twelve quarterbacks usually don't have to deal with is because everyone's in drop eight or drop seven, playing playing the zones, trying to you know make these kids make a read. What what John Keacock has done, you know, you 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 go after him, bring bring a safety down in the box, but you still got a three down front, so it confuses what the quarterback can see. You know, you have those safeties moving around, corners moving around, linebackers moving around. Sometimes they got the D line and standing up. It's tough for a quarterback, even a guy like Will Greer, as we saw. Saturday struggle, it's tough to get a beat on what they're going to do consistently play in, play in and play out because they're so unique in what they do every snap. Those guys' lines moving, 
Um, you know, and for them to win last week without Ray Lima is, is a testament to, you know, just John Hecock can be able to get them out of pressure with, you know, your top defensive lineman out of the game um, and just being able to manufacture pressure with three hands down and, and bringing four and five and you know, the occasion we bring six or six guys, it's, it's, it's amazing to see what we're doing to get pressure. And because when it comes down to it in the Big 12, you got to get pressure on these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're playing a Kyler Murray, he'll get out of the pocket and do his own mm-hmm. thing. But if you can get pressure up the middle against these guys, uh, a lot of them will just throw it and, and throw it away or, or, or take a sack. You know, we saw Will Greer take a million sacks on Saturday and some bad ones. So it's, it's, it's awesome to see him get pressure, and I think that defense is here to stay. Are you enjoying Northern California, Austin, or not? Guys, you know what? <laughs> It's definitely not Iowa, but that's a, that's a good thing I think in, in this in this predicament. I know California is fantastic. The Bay Area, living in San Francisco, is, has just been amazing. Uh, you know, my girlfriend and I going through things out here and, and, and just taking it day by day. But it's been it's been nothing but fun. So uh, can't say that I miss Iowa a whole lot right now, but I miss cycling football and I miss Jack Trice on Saturday. That's for sure. Follow Austin on Twitter at adrnod4. Great to catch up with you, Austin. Thank you. We'll do it down the road. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, good to talk to you. Austin Arnod, former Iowa State quarterback, one of my favorites. Real good guy yep. and a great perspective, certainly, on what we're seeing out of this offense. And the young quarterback, Brock Purdy, Arnod took over as a freshman, and uh, we're seeing it happening right now. Mm-hmm. What do you do if you're the other quarterbacks? It's uh, a great question. I think because I think, to think in both of our needle movers, I think Iowa's got some quarterbacks that are going to have to make a decision mm-hmm. coming up here. And that's whether Nate Stanley comes back or doesn't come back. Right. Um, <laughs> Real Mitchell, right. Zeb Nolan. Conceivably, realistically, how much are you going to play behind this kid? Well, and certainly I think Zeb Nolan. Real Mitchell for now, A, he'll be redshirted this year. They haven't used and him in a package. he's an athlete. There's a lot of different things right. he can do. And I think they're, they're going to find a spot for him, either a special quarterback package, slot receiver. But is that enough for him, though? That's a good question. But for now... The bigger question, I think, is Zeb Nolan. Mm-hmm. I agree, totally Red, agree with that. Redshirt sophomore. I don't know academically where he is, if he will be able to graduate early and then move on as a grad transfer and still have two years of eligibility if he still has another year to get through. So I think that's going to be the biggest conversation, certainly going forward, is what we're going to see out of that. All right, uh, speaking of young quarterbacks, uh, Arizona Cardinals have one in Josh Rosen. Uh, the Broncos and the Arizona Cardinals play here tonight, 7.20, so I'm guessing we'll be on the air at 7 with that one. So if you can't be in front of your television uh, and you, um, you know, want to listen to the game, why wouldn't you? It's the NFL, after all. You can find the game right here on 1700 The Champ. How are, well, I'm sure you're, I was going to ask you if you're playing this game. Of course you're playing this game. How are you playing this game? Uh, I haven't made a decision yet. Really? No, I, I keep looking at it. There's nothing that jumps out to me. I told you I had to pick up Josh Rosen in fantasy. Uh-huh. Maybe that is diluting my brain a little bit, and I just I don't feel confident. You're, you're a Broncos fan. Von Miller said they're going to kick their you-know-whats. I hate to hear that. Yeah, that's... I don't like to hear that. No. Uh, I think if Vance Joseph, um, if the Broncos get beat, Vance Joseph loses his job probably. I don't think on the plane ride home, but certainly tomorrow going into the long week. Really? Yeah, I do. I think um, I think the Vance Joseph era is coming to an end. I think he'll lose his gig. Uh, I was surprised he kept it after last year, Trent, and even if it was yes. only one year. I mean, this you're seeing coaches lose their uh, gig after one year. I don't see it. My, look, Elway has not given him a ton of help. This is a good draft class, finally. But the Case Keenum signing was, it's not going to work out. 
I mean, mm-hmm. as, as much as I like Case Keenum's story, there's a reason he's been on all those teams, and there's a reason no team seemingly wants to keep him. Look, the Vikings never even picked up the phone to call him. Right. And this is a guy that the Minneapolis Miracles, that they call her Minnesota Miracle, whatever, you know the play I'm referring to, and led his team to an NFC championship. And, and they never even picked up the phone to talk to his agent. They knew they didn't want him. He wasn't the long-term plan. wasn't the long-term plan. Now, Denver's got him for two years. They have to pay him next year. Um, I don't know. I, honestly, right now, as a Broncos fan, seeing what the Chiefs are doing, it's all about next year's draft. Vince Joseph, yeah, he's out. Regardless if it happens here, down the road, right. he's gone after this year. Yeah. John Elway, if he wasn't named John Elway. No, he would be gone, too. He'd be gone, yes, too. He so how gone. much longer of a leash does he get? Because he is John Elway. Well, don't forget, sadly... Sadly, uh, the Bolin family, who owns the team, mm-hmm. both Pat, the longtime owner, uh, is in the throes of, is, I don't know what the worst stage of Alzheimer's is, oh, okay. but he's got it. Uh-huh. His wife, who was kind of running things, um, or maybe she was just the face of, she has Alzheimer's oh, wow. now. So they don't know which family member is going to take it. There is a figurehead there, but again... Trent, I lived in Denver, Mm -hmm. and I lived in Denver when Elway was a player granted. But every, not every, most most of the little communities had a John Elway Motors. Right. Or John Elway Steakhouse. His name was on everything, Trent, and this guy could do nothing wrong. He was the sports face of that town and always will be. Regardless if the Rockies ever won the World Series, if the Nuggets cut down the Nets, if the Avalanche win the Stanley Cup, and that'll kill me. Um (laughs) If they do, I mean, Elway's the face. Peyton Manning was a, he's a huge name. John Elway. He gets he's it. the Duke. He has uh, a, but a your, long leash. Yes. To your point, he would if his name wasn't John Elway, they'd be looking for another decision maker there. So I think. he's in no danger of losing his job. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I really don't. I think he's a lifer as long as he wants to do it. And he seems to want to do it. All right. He wants to I mean, be involved. He's, he can't spend all of his money. He Chad can't. Kelly era coming soon. Mr. Relevant. Mr. I mean, I, I'm sure there's there have been Mr. Relevants to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. There has not been a Mr. Irrelevant quarterback, quarterback yeah. to start in the NFL. <laughs> Chad Kelly, Jim Kelly's nephew, if he didn't get he gets that chance, and I, I think it's coming. So I'm I'm hoping for Arizona tonight. I'll be honest oh, wow, with you. Wow, rooting against your team well, already. They need a quarterback. Middle of October. They need a quarterback. So do the Giants, unfortunately. And the Giants and the Broncos look as though they might fight for that number one overall pick. And uh you can have Nate Stanley. Is he going to leave? No, I don't think so. I don't, and I did think there was a chance. Now, the six touchdown passes last week. Yes. Like, I'm seeing a lot of mock drafts come out of a lot of guys that um, that I respect in the mock business that followed the draft. Um, I mean, Fant's a first-rounder. Right? Right. Every, every mock draft I've seen has Fant. The lowest I've seen him is 22. The highest I've seen him is, I think, 16. Um, so, I've seen him at 45 in one of them. Really? Yeah. No offense going in the first round. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so. But uh, but Nate Stanley, on the I, I think uh, yesterday I saw the top ten quarterbacks coming out that they could come out mm-hmm. after this year, and he wasn't one of them. Okay. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, are you going to play the baseball tonight? Uh, minus 200. That's a hefty price. Cause well, I Verlander, do, Verlander price. I do think the Astros stave off elimination, mm-hmm. but because of the price, I'm probably going to stay away. And if I was forced to make a bet. Tons of value. I know it's price against Verlander, but boy. But those Red Sox, Trent. Plus 175? Those Red Sox, man. Yeah. That outfield. We talked about it earlier. That was as entertaining of a baseball game. It was game tremendous. As I have watched in a long time. Yeah, and you know what? Even earlier, and again, the game itself wasn't anywhere good as good as the American League, but watching Clayton Kershaw be Clayton Kershaw yeah. again, 
you know, especially on the heels of that dismal performance in Game 1. And let's face it, he hasn't been great in the postseason. Right. Man, he was awesome yesterday. Just awesome. All right, so you and Jimmy B are coming up next. Yes, we got Ken Silverstein waiting in the wings. We'll talk some Big Ten football with right him. Right off the hop with him? Uh, about 120 or 120 so he'll be joining us after our opening segment and our salvo on what's going on in the world of sports. And then on the drive from 4 until 6, it'll be my, myself and Wolfgang. We got Jeff Hughes talking some bears with him. Seth Gruen's going to stop by. Did you by. see, the, by the way, the, the get-in price at Soldier Field this week? It's like four fifty. That's what Jeff Hughes, who I follow on Twitter, and I know you do as well, tweeted yeah. out earlier today. He can't recall a game where the get-in price yeah. was as, uh, as steep as it is for the Bears. Well, it is the Patriots, after it all. It is the Patriots. Uh, so, Jeff Hughes, sorry to interrupt you. And what else? Jeff Hughes, Seth Gruen will be by. We'll talk some baseball with him and Zubin Mahente in the 5 o'clock hour. Good stuff. You and Wolfgang getting us home today on The Drive. It's a football Friday tomorrow. Now, Dylan and Tom are coming up in the 11 o'clock hour tomorrow. Paul Allen's going to be here. Bama Bob is going to be here our picks will end the program. Now, are we in a flat-footed tie? Is that what you've said? You got me by a half game. You're 18, 16, and 1. Yeah. I'm 18 and 17. There was a time, Trent, I was having a historic good season. You were at 1.16, 8, and 1. That's pretty damn good. That's incredibly good. Yeah, so I'm still above water, right? Just barely, or am I, oh. am I digging into my reserves at this point? Let's see here. I Let's... would be. I would have lost a little juice, or I'd still be okay. You, uh, you are just over the fr- threshold. You have to hit fifty. You're at 52.9%. You're making pennies right now. Making pennies. Well, I'm going to uh, make everybody some money tomorrow because I love the card this weekend. Just to let you know. Okay. We will be back tomorrow at 11 o'clock. The Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon now wears 11 to 1. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. You can catch the podcast. Go to KenMillerShow.com. Click the podcast link and there trent and i will be making way for jimmy b and tc they are next on 1700 the champ hey it's taz and on the moose join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning taz that's right from 5 to 8 a.m on 1700 the champ Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. For nearly 40 years, Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, has offered the most comprehensive and ongoing grief support services for children, teens, adults, and families struggling with the death of a loved one in the state of Iowa. From Camp Amanda the Panda to grief support groups and fun days, the local nonprofit is here to help families find hope and healing. For more information on Amanda the Panda programs, visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515 515- Two two three hugs. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University, one block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Price effects, actual discount, all terms subject to approval, some minimum requirements. What would you call a toilet that cleans itself? Impossible? Magic? A pipe dream? At American Standard, we simply call it a Vormax toilet. Vormax flushing technology gets the bowl two times cleaner than standard bowls with just water and is available in a variety of styles and options. And listen up, plumbers. Now through November 30th, you can receive a $25 incentive on each Vormax toilet purchased. Enter code RADIO on MyBormax.com to learn more on rules and enrollment. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Improve visibility and save $8 instantly when you replace your worn wiper blades with a pair of Bosch Icon wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get premium blades that ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 instantly on a pair of Bosch Icon wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply, see store for details. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts. On Friday, November the 2nd, the Autism Society of Iowa is holding its 30th annual Silent and Live auction to raise money for those affected by autism spectrum disorders in the state of Iowa. The event is held at the Sheraton Hotel on 1850th Street in West Des Moines. This annual event includes many wonderful items up for bid, including tickets to local events, autographed sport items, 